So looks like there is a bad vegan star and her name is Sarma and pretty much this Netflix documentary has a lot of people talking, especially on Twitter. So I thought this is the perfect opportunity to talk about this docuseries on my podcast, The Lifestyle of Mina Lee. Does this series really deserve the backlash? Does she really deserve the praise that she's getting? Where is Sarma now? And of course, where is Anthony now? So we're going to get all into it. Of course, I'm not going to break down every single episode as it goes. But I will be telling you, of course, where is Sarma? Where is Anthony? And I know a lot of people weren't really feeling her character. Which, you know, not saying like her character like she's in a cartoon show. But like her character as an individual person. So... Let's talk about it. So, according to Google, I'm not going to say her last name because I'd be butchering last names. Sarma is an American chef and businesswoman who is an owner and co-founder of Pure Food and Wine and One Lucky Duck. Both vegan raw food restaurants in New York City and both businesses actually closed in 2015 after staff walked out over unpaid wages, which we're going to get into. Sarma was arrested for fraud in 2016 and convicted in 2017. Now, I'm not going to lie, before we get into today's podcast episode, Sarma really not understanding what was going on in her surroundings kind of does seem confusing because I was on Twitter and I'm like, you know what? I see a lot of people saying like, why would you give this man a whole bunch of money? Were you down with the fraud? It's weird. And I realized while I'm looking at her on Google she actually went to Wharton School of Business, and in order, <laughs> I know I cannot get into the school. In order to get into this school, you need at least a 3.6 GPA. This is the number, this is the second school, the top business school in America, and it comes in number two. So obviously, she was smart. You know what I mean? So it's not, I get where people are coming from. I'm not here to like, you know, tear down her character because sometimes. People's mindsets aren't in the way they are because of love, but honestly, she wasn't in love with the guy, Anthony. But let's get back into, of course, um, her restaurant. Pretty much when it came to her restaurant, she was really the first to really take vegan, raw food, and just vegan food in general in New York City and make it a global phenomenon. Because when it came to that, she was really the first to do it. I mean, of course, you know... I think she, I, I would personally name her the first to make it as a thing where people are like, you know, I'm going to go to New York. I'm going to go to this restaurant. Like, as like, you know, people from like, oh, my God, I want to go to Times Square when it's really not all that. But let's get back on track. Right. So pretty much she took it, um, had the vision. She did it. Of course, she didn't do it by herself. But, you know, she did it. And this business made millions and millions of dollars. Which is why, you know, Anthony came in the mix, but we're going to get into that. So pretty much, it made millions of dollars. Celebrities were coming like crazy. Um, one of the celebrities included Giselle and Tom Brady. And as we know, they eat very, very healthy. Um, you know, <laughs> they just eat very healthy. So it was celebrities like out the butt coming. And it pretty much became like an A-list stamped restaurant that, you know... A woman owned and that was super amazing and pretty much as the success went on she met many friends celebrity friends and one of these celebrity friends became Alec Baldwin now I'm not sure how he feels about being mentioned in this documentary because it's like the reason why her life kind of did get destroyed is because of the guy that she met from Alec but at the end of the day it's like uh 
girl, I ain't got nothing to do with that. Like, I asked you guys together. You guys really didn't have to get into a relationship and get married. So, I pretty much, um, I would say the ex-queen of vegan food, Sarma, pretty much met a guy and his name is Anthony. Now, Anthony does not have the best track record, track history, if you know what I mean. Like, at all. So, pretty much, he was with another woman before he met Sarma. And according to this woman, he actually made her, like, send him a whole bunch of money. One, right? Um, Pretty much made her broke. And this actually helped Sarma in her case when she was um getting convicted. But this helped a lot. But pretty much, Anthony does, does not have the best track record. But Anthony was actually introduced to Sarma thanks to Alec Baldwin. Just to put that out there. Because you guys are like, why are you mentioning Alec Baldwin? Because that makes sense, okay? It makes sense, right? So pretty much he's introduced. But the thing about Sarma that's really weird is that we're going to learn in this documentary, even when you guys learn it. Um, She doesn't really tell people that they're married at all. Like, it's not like, like, you know how people, like, they're affectionate even when they're dating. PDA, it's nothing like that. I mean, she didn't really bring him over to the restaurant, but it's a lot. Like I said, I'm not going to break down every single episode, but the characteristics that Anthony was presenting was really weird. Like, there was videos of him pretty much trying to, like, control Sarma because she was crying, because she didn't want to be in the circumstances that she was in. He was pretty much yelling at Sarma because he wouldn't send her, like, a whole bunch of money. So pretty much, I believe that Sarma... I just want to say that I know people's, like, emotional... You know, presence is different, their mindset. But I don't know if she really conveyed that she was sincere about robbing her employees. But we're going to get into that. So pretty much she met Anthony. They got married, like, very, very quick. And pretty much she noticed that he kept requesting for money. Pretty much it was like a business. I, I believe it was one of the two. I think it was for a business plan or two. He was saying that he was in all of this danger. But all of his stories was not making sense. Like, it, it didn't make sense. It reminded me of Tinder, Tinder Swindler. Like, Sarma is just Tinder Swindler, but just put vegan food on her, and you got her right there. It, it's just, like, Tinder Swindler, Netflix vegan version. Gotcha. Just take on McDonald's, okay? But, you know, he kept requesting for that. So, if I put myself in this position, right, and you keep having a guy ask you for money, cool, we're married, I might be the breadwinner, you know what I mean, but I'm not sending you millions of dollars, I think she sent him close to two million dollars, right, and pretty much she has a lot of audio and videos that I think actually saved her case, right, and pretty much him saying, like, send the money, like, him cursing her out, like, I'm telling you, it, it was given lifetime, very much lifetime, and pretty much he was like, send the money, you don't love me, and pretty much I can understand why, like, at first, like, you know, this guy is emotionally taunting you. He's telling you that you don't love me. Like, go eat some, go invest in McDonald's, okay? That's a really, really great investment, guys. Like, go invest in a McDonald's, open up a franchise or something. Like, why are you asking me for money? And pretty much he was lying to Sarma saying that he had all this money, but pretty much in all reality, he was actually using her money to buy a lot of things too, including designer watches he was flexible with his cash it was a lot so while he was doing this i know i'm skipping over a lot of parts but i just want to get over the main premises of this series while he was doing this um sarma was losing a lot of money of course in the business because this girl was making not girl this woman was making 
millions of dollars because she's in the press. People are calling her the queen of vegan. Like, people are loving her restaurant. And the, she, she has amazing reviews. I'm the review person. I'm going to go look at your reviews. She has 4.5 stars. Now, that's good, okay? So, while she's sending him all this money, it's resulting in a loss of the restaurant. So, there's a whole bunch of people being interviewed, people that worked at the restaurant, people who knew Anthony. I think, like, one of Anthony's friends who people assumed that was down with the scheme or whatever, and people who invested and people who are highly involved with keeping the money managed in this place. So, everybody said that this restaurant had no problem making money. Not at all. It wasn't like they had, like, a bad day. They was making big, okay? Like, no boo, but take it to New York and make it vegan. You get the premise, right? So, pretty much, she started sending him money. Employees aren't getting what they're supposed to get paid. So, let's say you get an email. Uh, You work at, like, a high fortune 500 company, 100 company. And... You get an email, you're supposed to get $100,000 as a monthly thing, we're going to manifest that for you, and your boss is like, hey, um, you know, hold on to that last check, because this next check is going to bounce. Not even kidding. So said the check is going to bounce. But we learned that in this docuseries that Anthony was actually taking over Starman's emails. You know what I mean? So he was taking over emails, a lot of people thinking it was her, but people noticed that the language is different, but they're like, you know what, the emails are coming from her, like, what could be, you know, the big deal? Right? So, that was happening. Um, checks were bouncing. Um, rent wasn't getting paid. So, pretty much just resulted in the restaurant getting closed. So, pretty much, Sharma actually raised over because very smart lady. She used her connections and pretty much raised capital. I think she raised over $850,000 to pretty much reopen the restaurant. And she used this to pay back the landlord, like, three months rent. She had to pay back... Um, the employees and pretty much um we learned that i believe one of the ex-employees like hired all of the chefs and everybody to work at this other restaurant that was down the street from the vegan restaurant and pretty much one summer like called them like hey like i'm back it was like oh hot potato hot potato they ran right back which is understandable because it's like you're working out this job you're making a good income but then out of nowhere you know your boss is having a hard time but she's like, family, let's go back. Cool, 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 right? But the thing that really bothered me is the restaurant failed again. Because Anthony was asking for more money. They were going away on trips. I believe one time she went to, like, Monaco and to talk about, like, a business plan with someone. Never happened, right? And there was one time where Anthony, um, quote-unquote, had someone he knew that wanted to buy the franchise. Which happens a lot, Right? Not the franchise, the location. So pretty much, like, you buy the location. Let's say, like, you have a company. Um, you have, like, a popular chicken place, right? Somebody's like, hey, I want to buy your company for $10 million. I want to buy you out, and I take complete ownership of it. So that's pretty much what was going to happen, right? <laughs> Allegedly with this guy, Anthony. So pretty much, um, you had this guy. Sarma told one of her um guys who ran, like, the money. Like, he pretty much was, like, a key guy, a part of the company, and then he was like, you know what, just set it up, we'll meet up. He goes to the restaurant in New York as the guy says, like, you know, I'm about to have my flight land, cool, cool, cool. The guy meets up with him, never shows up. He's waiting at the restaurant for, like, two hours. Summer's so like, oh, man, you know, let's go to Miami. And I believe Summer went by herself. But it, it wasn't, you know, 
no good communication. But the thing that was weird was what the guy mentioned. I'm sorry, I'm not good on names. The guy mentioned that Sarma never mentioned that, you know, this guy was her husband. Not the guy who wanted to, you know, buy out the restaurant first. Because he spoke to many different people. He spoke to Anthony, Sarma's ex-husband now. And pretty much he was like, oh, I want to buy it, but I got to cash from all these different places. But the guys didn't know that this was Sarma's husband. So he's thinking, like, which we learned that he doesn't testify for Sarma, which is very understandable. It's like, your family, would you kind of backstab me? It's like, you didn't tell me that Anthony was your husband. And this whole time, I get it with Sarma, but, like, you could have told people, like, this is my husband at least, and drop some hints so when people is protesting outside your restaurant, you're like, and they're like, oh, we can piece the pieces together, like a Scooby-Doo thing. Scooby-Doo wop up, Like, you know what I mean? Like, make it make sense. And it's, it's not like I'm cracking jokes. Like, I, I would never make fun of someone's financial issues. But when it comes to a tender, swindler, vegan version, this does not make sense how this woman is sending this man millions of dollars. See, my thing is, I would have told people, like, this is my character, I can't deal with this, I would have sent a fake anonymous note to the New York Times, okay, knowing me, shoot, but at the same time, it's like I kind of understand her, because this guy, we have video evidence and voice recordings of this guy literally screaming at her, telling her, you don't love me, send me more money, and she's telling him, like, I send you close to two million dollars, and what if, you know, Sarma never met the vegan swindler. Imagine what would have happened. You know what I mean? So, it really does suck that it did have to, you know, come down to this. But pretty much, let's fast forward. Pretty much, um, the second time after the restaurant closes, um, the, all of the employees leave. They're like, you know, girl, we, we don't got time for this, okay? So, pretty much, they all leave. They're protesting outside her store. And pretty much in this docuseries, it shows, like, Summer's friends. And how Summer was actually, like... A really giving person. I want to take a break. Like, she's a very giving person. It shows that one of her friends was, like, homeless. And she was giving him, like, money. And she used to, like, give her, her money every day to, like, to homeless people in New York. And even beyond that. Beyond giving person. So, it's not like she was out here being, like, the hell vegan. No. But, let's get back on track. So, pretty much, they're protesting. Her friend realizes, like, oh, she, like, they protesting out here. <laughs> Oh, man, what's happening? So, pretty much, um, Anthony tells Sarma, we're going to leave for a while. They go on a trip, and then she expects him, of course, to go back to New York, and then he just makes them go away. So, I'm pretty much, Anthony knew what was going on, but Sarma didn't, pretty much. Uh, but people think opposite. People think that Sarma was a part of the plan. But the thing that doesn't make sense to me is that why would Sarma want to take out embezzled, she embezzled $6 million dollars? Everything she owed from investors, taxes, everything. If she was already making this money and it would have never been an issue if she would have never met the vegan swindler. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this would have been a never an issue if she's never met him. You know what I mean? So, the whole issue does suck. But pretty much, it was, like, on the run for close to, like, a year. And they got caught up by pizza. <laughs> I think it was Domino's or Pizza Hut. That's the funny thing. But we're going to get into that. So pretty much, you're on the run. Sarma doesn't know, allegedly. And pretty much, I'm pretty sure Anthony knew. And pretty much, Anthony um, 
he's like watching her closely he's telling her like change your name wear this um it was some weird parts he was like oh put a band-aid over your tattoo and then she kind of went along with it but then she's telling like you know people doing an interview like you know i didn't know what to do like you know there was times where he left his wallet in the car and i could have just ran off first of all 911 would have been my best friend hey 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 sorry i just i don't know like i feel like i'm a totally i feel like i put myself in the people's shoes and i gotta stop doing that but let's get back to the story so right they're on a run for like a year they get called by pizza because pretty much the police is looking for them so like you you took like six million dollars you got to pay your employees your investors are opening up like criminal cases against you where's the money you're not paying taxes i think she owed like over a hundred thousand dollars in taxes the uncle sam was not playing okay he wanted his money and he needed it now aki right here right now okay so pretty much um i believe that they got a credit card alert and the credit card alerts um pretty much alerted the credit card company that there was money used for a pizza and wings so this actually doesn't make a lot of sense because imagine if they would have never got caught so Sarma talks about, like, Anthony and I would really let her, like, go free. Like, there was times where they spent time in Vegas, and pretty much she didn't like it because she was a vegan. And, you know, Vegas doesn't really have the healthiest food. Sorry to say that. I love you, Vegas. But it's not really the healthiest food places available in there. Um, On the strip and stuff. That's where they stayed. They stayed in numerous places. Like, it was weird. Like, they even had them there, like, Dolly Parton um, Amusement Park. That's where they got caught in that area. But pretty much, Sharma said she made friends with, like, Chipotle, and there was this one guy. She didn't tell him everything, but he helped with, like, her dog being on. Also, I forgot to add that this guy said that her dog's gonna be immortal. Like, girl, all you have to do is clone your dog. Like, I get it. I love dogs. Like, love them. I wish they could live as long as humans. Like, I don't like you. I want to make my dog live longer than you, right? But, Sally, that can't happen. I'm pretty sure... (laughs) <laughs> I not to beat your boopers, your bleepers, that your dog is not going to... Humans aren't even immortal, okay? But your legacy can be, right? So, yeah, I don't, I don't really know if she believed that. But that, that's what he told her, allegedly, right? And um, that dog is so cute. That was like, oh my God, he is so cute. But, you know what I mean? It's just like... They got caught. She couldn't really talk to people because he was on her bumper. He would give her some cash, whatever. So they get caught. Uh, pretty much the police noticed that Starmer wasn't really, like, feeling Anthony. Like, the and it, like everything she was saying was making sense. So, like, she wasn't affectionate towards him. And pretty much Anthony, once they got caught, um, he was like, you need a lawyer. <laughs> you need a lawyer. And, um... Yeah, pretty much people, you might be like, where is the dog at? Because honestly, like, her dog is like, I understand, like, my dog is my kid. He's not like my kid, he is my kid. So pretty much Leon was safe. Um, Yo, I love the dog's name. It is so cute. Leon. Um, Leon is safe. Um, Samra's um, mother. No, Samra's father. Sarma. See, I'm getting her name confused. (laughs) Sarma's father took control of the dog for leon because leon needed his place to stay okay and pretty much during this time um she got sentenced to records she went there for a year i think she still has to pay back money because she's still like a parole 
She's currently living in Harlem. Um, Anthony, they're not even together anymore. They're divorced. And pretty much they plead the guilty, of course. They could have, they actually could have faced like up to 15 years. But I feel like when it came to Anthony's, I think, ex-wife or ex-girlfriend, she saved him and Sarma had like a lot of like video evidence, audio, etc. right? But when it comes on this whole case, honestly, I don't even care about the two of them. Like, as long as the dog is okay, we're all good here. Like, I was really, like, stalking his Instagram. Like, of course, like, I know, like, Sarma posts on it. I was like, this is, like, the cutest pit bull, like, I've ever seen. Besides my dog cousin face. But I was like, this is the cutest little pit bull I've, like, ever, ever seen. Like, yes. But, I mean, I get where people were coming from. Like, you were sending this dude all of this money how did you not know? Like, you wanted to fraud people. But I was thinking to myself, like, she was making double the money she was sending him from that restaurant alone. And restaurants are really great profit to have, guys, right? So the fact that she was making millions just from this one location, well, she had two different restaurants. Two different restaurants. But was still making millions in New York City? Child, I gotta tell you something. I just don't understand why she went to, like, a business school and didn't, like, understand, like, her finances. That's the part that kind of gets to me, like, girl, you kind of went to the Harvard of business schools. Harvard or Princeton. Choose one. You're still getting a good choice, okay? But when it comes to men like this, I I just want to leave my viewers telling you guys, like, my listeners, I mean, that never let a guy or a female to the guys listening, like, never let someone ruin your career because... Sis used to be the queen of vegan. Now she's a vegan queen drama. I don't even think nobody want to eat her raw vegan food no more. Like, uh, what you going to charge me for this? You know what I mean? So, just like all jokes aside, like, never let a guy or a woman ruin your dreams and stuff, you know, for a quick buck. That's my thing. But I hope you guys have a great day. I hope you guys... um enjoyed this podcast as much as I did because this docuseries is like really good I want to give you guys like a little basic rundown talk to you guys like where they are but as far as Anthony um nobody really has that much you know updates about him except that they're divorced so that's pretty nice so Sarma actually did pay from this documentary and allegedly according to a news article um she wants to pay back all her employees with that money well using some of that money and yeah, so that is it, um, Leslie, of course. And I hope you guys have a great and blessed day. I'm glad to end this podcast episode, but I will see you guys later. Peace, bye, and blessings. Do not forget to rate this podcast on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. And I gotta drink some water because my mouth is dry. Peace, bye, and blessings, legendaries.